Hello and welcome to another podcast episode for Redeemer Church in Columbus, Mississippi. Our desire with these episodes is to provide quality content based on the material we're working through in our weekly core group meetings. We're striving to build a multi-demographic community of believers with the purpose of glorifying God through proclaiming the gospel, making disciples, and resting in Christ. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Redeemer Church Columbus podcast. This is James White, the pastor here at Redeemer. Um, This podcast is essentially a podcast where, as of right now, we're looking through um, the information that we're discussing during our core group time together on Sundays at three in various locations, depending on the week. Um, Eventually, it will turn into not only the sermon feed, but also a discussion per each sermon. Um, that'll be more in Oct- uh, in August or September. Um, but Redeemer Church strives to be a multi-demographic community of believers with the purpose of glorifying God by proclaiming the gospel, making disciples, and resting in Christ. I have the joy of sitting here with Nick again this week. Nick, how are you doing? I'm good. It's good to be here. Awesome, man. Well, I'm thankful that you're on the mic again. Today, though, we're going to be looking at this idea of... We're going to be looking at this idea of multi-demographic. And the reason why we're looking at this is this is one of the first of four vision statements for the church itself. And what we mean by that is that if the church itself is doing what we think that it ought to be, this is what the church will look like. Now, in weeks to come, we'll look at the other ones, but the multi-demographic is the one we're going to be discussing today. Now, before we get into it, we have a preface that's on the front of this of on our document, which says this, each of these core components of Redeemer's vision statement can only be accomplished by God's supernatural work through the transcending work of the gospel in all areas of the Christian life and the practices of fellow believers within the church. And we put this here just to make clear that what we're looking at in these four aspects are some lofty goals. Um, but when, And we know that other churches have these same goals. And so we're rightly noting that if we are to accomplish these things, it will be by the grace of God. And by the work of God, not only in the life of the individual, but in the life of the church. And so, with all that being said, Nick, will you begin by reading the entire uh, portion on multi-demographic for us? Yes, I will. It says, uh, see. Redeemer Church desires to be a multi-demographical congregation of believers that are committed to doing life together. A multi-demographic community is the idea of people living in harmony together who come from different, from many different walks of life. We feel that regardless of social status, economical status, ethnicity, age, or gender, that believers should feel welcome to worship and serve alongside one another. Okay, so on the purpose of this conversation, we've really broke this com- this statement up in three parts. The first one really being an introduction, the second one being a picture of heaven, and then the third um, is really just this idea of the in light of the gospel. Now, for the introduction, the, the topic here and the way the phrase is phrased in the statement says, Redeemer Church desires to be a multi-demographic congregation of believers that are committed to doing life together. 
Now, this word desires is something we've talked about before, but it's crucial because what we're saying in this is this is what we're striving to do. We may not always be perfect in this, but this is our goal. We're striving for it. Now, he goes on to say to be a multi-demographic. Um, now, the reason why that's important, it's not talking about just ethnicity. It's not talking about just income. It's not talking about life um, structure. It's not talking about families. It's not talking about age. It's not talking about all the things in the list that he just read. It's talking about just all of these things that are all consuming in when we look at the multiple demographics that make up an area. So the reason why we use this word rather than multi-ethnic or uh, anything of that nature, because this consumes a lot of things in parts of life, primarily the fact that uh, it's easy for churches to be centered around ages or centered around uh, what they may look like. And so we don't want to, we want to fight against those things. And so it goes on though, it says congregation. Now we use this word congregation, very important here because this is a vision for the church. Now, what we're doing now in the core group is, is very important work, but it's not the finished result. Eventually in August and September, we're going to launch as a church and we'll have founding members and things of that nature. And at that point we will be a congregation. And so as a vision of the church is that we will be a congregation, not just a group of people. A congregation of believers. Believers is crucial because what we're saying here is the church should be made up of believers, uh, meaning people that are truly regenerate, um, born again, people that have placed their faith and trust in Christ. This is that are committed to doing life together. Now, I know that phrase, doing life together, is one that has been uh, a hot button issue, the one that's been used often. But what we mean by that is simply that we see each other or speak to each other or interact with each other on occasions outside of Sunday or community groups. That we would reach out to our brother and sister in Christ regularly to help us through the things of this world. And so that's the introduction. Well, how do we draw a picture of heaven through this? Yeah, so I think it's important by um, really noting that this is a multi-demographic community is the idea of people living in harmony together. Harmony is crucial. Um, who come from different walks of life. And then we go on to explain some of those different walks of life. Where it says that we feel regardless of social status or economical status, ethnicity, age, gender. That believers should feel free to worship and serve alongside one another. Now, the reason why this is a picture of heaven is as in Revelation chapter 7 verses 9 through 12 it's this picture of the throne of god being surrounded by a number of people that could not be counted as john wrote and it was people of all nations all tongues coming together dressed in white with branches worshiping god bowing down glorifying him singing together and see the issue is the church should look like that Church should not look like a single group of people or a single um, social status of individuals. It should not look like a single occupation, a single age range. It shouldn't look like a specific gender. The church itself should be made up of people from all walks of life because heaven will be. 
That's the thing that we have to remember in this is that we're not going to be perfect in this. That's why we use the word strive. But as we seek to plant this church, our goal and our desire is to start a church from start to finish that is going to look like heaven, meaning that is made up of all different types of people for the purpose of glorifying God with all that we are. And, you know, one thing I just want to note before I move on past this it's really this idea of worshiping together. In church, we don't see an issue with churches coming alongside each other to serve uh, each other or serve the community. But more or less, we see an issue when it comes to churches worshiping together when they look, act, or sound different. And so what we want to do is try to combat that in the life of the church. And that's something that I'm passionate about. That's something that we could discuss further uh, at a future time if you have any questions on how we're going to fulfill that in our community. And if I'm going to be honest, some, in some ways, we don't have that accomplished yet. We don't have that completely fleshed out. But we're praying and seeking that God would also continue to provide people that would aid us in that. Earlier you said in the light of the gospel. Can you elaborate a little bit? Yeah, so... Um, the reason why I worded it this way is that all of these things can be accomplished in light of the gospel. I've said this on this podcast before and our core groups before, but when you read Paul's letters, you see often this uh, kind of format where he'll spend either half of a chapter or a big portion of the chapter saying essentially this is the gospel. Like Ephesians and Philippians, he really seems to be splitting it up saying this is the gospel and then in the remaining chapters he kind of unfolds what it looks like now to believe in Christ because of the gospel. So it's this idea of the gospel and now in light of the gospel. That the gospel transformed your life. Now in light of being transformed, this is how you are now ought to live. Now, the reason why we phrased it this way is because the last sentence of this, this part of our vision statement says the gospel itself is the only common bound bond that can make this possible. The gospel is the only thing. It's uh, Galatians chapter 3, 27 through 28. The gospel, um, the fact that Christ has redeemed and saved us, is the only thing that can cause us to say there's no more Jew, nor Greek, no more slave, no more free, no more male, no more female, no more rich, no more poor, no more white, no more black, no more Hispanic, no more Asian, no more white, no more Hispanic, no more uh, single mothers, no more families, no more rich, no more poor, that because of the gospel, it doesn't matter what we sound like, act like, look like. It doesn't matter our background. It doesn't matter where we come from, not in a negative way, because our life story is definitely something in which God can use to share and proclaim his good news. But what I mean by this is these are things that should not separate us. If an individual looks and sounds different than I do because they come from a different walk of life, or they're a different age, or they're a different ethnicity, or they're a different whatever. It doesn't matter. What matters is that we have been transformed by the gospel, and now we are brothers and sisters, or Christ Jesus, that will be something that will last forever and ever. And so that's that's the document. Um, that's the, the idea of uh, multi-demographic. And this is our vision. This is something we want to see happen. This is something we pray for regularly. This is something we're seeking to do in ways that may not directly affect the way that the church itself looks, but in ways of reconcile that and reconciling that in our community. And we're prayerfully seeking opportunity to find other people that will be a part of this core group 
that can help fulfill this. Not for the sake of being a project, but for the sake of the community seeing a church that represents what we will see one day in heaven. And so um, as we kind of work our way through this tonight and kind of end this podcast, I do want to end with a set of scripture that I've ended many episodes with, but I failed to do in the last couple. It's one I want to do every week, and so I apologize. But it's Matthew 28, 18 through 20. But before I read it, Nick, do you have anything you would like to add or say before we kind of end this thing? No, I wouldn't. Okay. All right, well, it says this. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Let us be men and women that understand that Christ is with us to the end of the age, and he has commissioned us to go therefore and make disciples. So let's be men and women that share the gospel and teach people to follow after Christ. God bless. Thank you for listening to another podcast episode for Redeemer Church in Columbus, Mississippi. We hope this material has been beneficial. 